Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Oh, happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. so many things happening in this world right now. I know, it's like nothing's going on. I'm like, well, it's so bored. even get me started. But one of the things that's actually happening is people are changing their plans based oh. on the threat of the coronavirus. Yeah. 651-641-1071. Have you changed any plans because of coronavirus? Or have you done what Bradley did and stopped at your local big box store and got some big boxes Yeah. for your pantry to stock up? Have you changed any behaviors because of the threat of coronavirus? 651-641-1071. I um, haven't... I, I've got two big trips coming one to Kenya, yeah, and one to a cruise. Actually, yeah. three trips and uh, a quick trip to Atlanta. And my partner's a little concerned. I'm kind of acting normal at this point. So it's so interesting because we had a conversation at lunch actually with a coworker who was talking about travel plans, and she had an opportunity to go on a trip, and she just was like, "No way, no how." Not right now. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and I was trying to think back earlier to other times we've had these threats of pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. And did we, like, how did we change our behaviors then? I think that partly the 24-hour news cycle and the way that social media works and the way that people are spreading information, some of it right, some of it not so right, some of it assumptions yeah. some of it invented we're sort of like sharing the story um in an interesting way and it's sort of living and breathing in a way that we haven't in times past um but i wonder how much of that is informing people's decisions with spring break coming up lots of people have tickets to go places um and sh- oh go ahead no i was just gonna say i'm sure a lot of people have uh, started to change plans i think when you have like kids and stuff you probably think a little bit more about that about stuff like that because it's just the responsible thing to do when it's when you're an adult i mean uh and it's you're just responsible for yourself or you know a loved one it maybe is a different calculation i don't know well i don't really know either because i only know you know yeah you what, only know your what own. my world is yeah. but i also know that my world does not include any types of plane rides coming up yeah and i might i think i know myself well enough to know i might probably be thinking twice about it if if, if i were okay um, in that position but you know speaking of places people travel to i also don't have any plans to go to paris but if you did you wouldn't be able to get into the louvre the louvre has shut down um, because, well, among other things, 2,300 employees of the Louvre expressed concerns about the potential exposure to coronavirus. And so they have decided to close it down. You know, 
it's one of those things where I think we're all in the space of like underreact, overreact, and you're not quite sure where you're at yet. I just think of myself like I go back and forth. Like there are days when I'm like, uh, I think we're not paying as close attention as we need to be. And then there are other days where I think I think we're overreacting a little bit. And that's probably a good place to be most days. Um, Really, truly, though, like the thing about flying doesn't scare me. Like planes are just gross anyway. Right. You're going to get not so many other things that I'm going to get coronavirus on an airplane. But what I might be concerned about is being stuck in a place because I you know, because maybe travel is prohibited. Right. Um, so that's the stuff I think about. So then I just think, well, I better have enough medication if I need it or uh, enough access to resources so that I can, you know, get to money if I need to, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the kind of stuff I think about. I'm not concerned that I'm actually... Because to me, at this point, it's a it's a lottery that you're probably luckily not going to win. Right. Um, that said, there are actual severe... Uh, I mean, there are people at risk and they need to know who they are. But I think for most of us listening, it's still the disease itself is not the issue. It's the planning and preparation around the potential of inconvenience the disease could cause. Right. Uh, Let's go to the phones. Emily is on the line. Hi, Emily. Emily, have you made any changes uh, in your life due to the threat of the coronavirus? I actually haven't. Uh, changed it but in two weeks I'm actually going to Iceland with my sister um, and we're just like really trying to make sure it's not like getting over there uh, Mm -hmm. right yet Um, but like we're going nonetheless like I'm just got out of college not too long ago and this is gonna be like oh yay let's go party for a little bit or whatever Um, so yeah we're if I get it I get it you know YOLO <laughs> I love, Emily, your I love it. YOLO. Um, yeah, and it sounds like thank you for your call, by the way, Emily. Um, it sounds like she's doing all the right things, trying to, you know, just kind of keep an eye on where things are, but but there is a piece of it where you I mean, listen, there are other things that are gonna get you. <laughs> I'm just saying it's oh true. Oh my god, what else is getting me? Well, what do not you mean you, by that? but like, you know, there are other threats to your safety in I the mean, world. getting in a car is probably yes. the most dangerous thing you're going to do on a given daily mm-hmm. basis, and yet you're still able to go on with your life. Right. And at this point, I think it's just a lot of fear, at you know. And I also think, A, where we are in the world and where we are in on the world, meaning in Minnesota, this time of year, I just think you we've spent a little too much time inside. Right. Thank God for some sunshine the last few days. So nothing seems as bleak as maybe it did a couple weeks ago. I also just think like, you know, the sunshine will kill stuff. <laughs> I'm serious. It sounds ridiculous. But I do have that feeling of like, let's just get that sunshine out so that we can go outside and bake the coronavirus so, out of us. So that's interesting. That's not my science. That's not that's science. That's not science. No, but, that's imaginary. And also I would encourage you to read about the flu pandemic of 1918. Wherein there was a first wave in the spring and then it went away for the summer and then it came back with a vengeance in the fall. And I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying if you're hoping that the weather is going to solve the problem, no. it's not happening. I, I wholeheartedly, I know that. that yeah. Like I said, that was a fable. <laughs> no, we all are doing that though. Like, yes. Well, you know. Well, and you know, well, I can't even, we won't go down this road, but I, I will just tiptoe down it very briefly. People, please be careful about where you're getting your information. Oh, uh, I have come across more than one opportunity over the last few days to be um, discouraged about mm-hmm. 
the ability of people to make rational decisions in a moment of crisis. So, and I'm just going to leave it at that, but, but that's all we have. Yeah. So as long as there's enough of us willing to think rationally, I think we're okay. (laughs) I mean, I've said that before in life and it just doesn't always turn out that way. But (laughs) in the meantime, in between time, there are things you can do to stay informed and, uh, you know, the other thing you can do is just tune it out and listen to us for yes. noon to three and you'll be just fine. Yes. Nobody else's plans have changed. I'm actually surprised that Me more too. people didn't call in to share Maybe what they're, they're doing. Maybe they're busy like, getting their bunkers <laughs> they're ready. They're like on the phone with Delta. Like, yeah. I would like to cancel my <laughs> spring break trip. I mean, we're going on a cruise in April. You know, we go on a cruise every year and Jamie is, he is probably two thirds of the way to thinking our cruise is going to get canceled. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know... I'm not trying to borrow any problems. I think it's, you know, and you have said this before, Bradley, too. Um, Whenever we hear those stories about norovirus being spread wide on cruise ships, Mm -hmm. you have always been the one to say, you know, that's like a micro cut. Like, think of how many boats are out on the ocean at any given time. Right. We heard about one cruise ship where things went awry. Yeah. People don't realize how many cruise ships are on the water, much like they don't real the whole plane travel thing. I have a friend who was traveling for business today and she was a little skittish. I was like, girl, think about all of the planes in the air right now. Right. This is you do not need to worry about flying. You right. can see a map of it at any That's given true. point. Yeah, like I dare you to just Google like all the planes that are in the air right now or all the cruise ships. It's insane. Like I was blown away like, oh, wow. Right. Because here I am thinking like this. We're just on a boat. and We're out here. It's like, you know, There's so many. it's like 35W during construction, kids. <laughs> it is packed. And we heard about one. One, mm-hmm. maybe uh, two. And a drastic, yeah. one of them with a very drastic yes. storyline yeah, around yeah. it. Right. And so it's easy to assume that like everybody is. Yeah. The problem is everybody thinks they're like, they're going to win the lottery. Right. You're not going to win the lottery. What? For good or bad. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. We've got some royal news. Uh, Meghan Markle has been invited to a very large party. We'll tell you what party it is. Uh, We'll tell you if she's going. And we'll tell you what we think about what all that really means. (laughs) After this on My Talk 1071. Well, we've got some royal news. Meghan Markle or not royal news, I guess. Mm -hmm. Meghan Markle has been invited to a great big huge party and she's going to go. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Megan Markle's going to the Met. Not the Metropolitan Stadium. I don't know. Was that a thing? Uh, Met Gala. Now that's what? I'm not surprised by this. Not even a little bit. So her sort of debut uh, to the post royal version of Megxit, that is Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, or as. Uh, um, the Jezebel says the Markles because they refer to them as the Markles mm-hmm. um, that this will be their this will be her first sort of debut post royalty um, at this year's Met Gala. And of course, the Met Gala happens what? Um, In May? April? I thought it was... May. Yeah, May 4th. Yeah. May 4th. May the fourth be with you. Ooh, I wonder if anyone's going to dress Star Wars theme. Well, it's, do we know what the theme? It's is? Orlando. It's that androgynous, gender bending Orlando. Okay. 
Um, that is the theme, Virginia Woolf, like Orlando. Not like the city of Orlando. <laughs> Orlando. Oh, that, that would be yeah, a good I, want, yeah. I want somebody to misunderstand Disney. horribly and well, dress up like a mouse. You some, know somebody will. This somebody is true. Will. This is a good point. Um, and, but it's not going to be Meghan Markle. She's apparently going to get real androgynous. Okay, but, can, can I ask really quick, is Harry going to or just, is she going solo? That's a solo? good question. She's going solo. If you believe the reports mm. and the reports of the reports, and all we have to go on is that apparently a source, now... I would say this is a credible source. The the story actually, despite the fact that people attribute it to page six and then attribute it to the sun, uh, or excuse me, page six, then the Daily Mail, and then the sun, it's actually from the sun that we get this um, uh, alleged insider that says, um, here's what the source said, quote, um, um, the Met Gala is the who's who for show business. Naturally, Megan was one of the first names on the guest list, and Edward's team are excited that the two will go together. This is because uh, somebody by the name of Edward Enninful, he is the Vogue, uh, I think he's the British Vogue editor. Yes. Um, he is going to be her plus one, and... Um, that's where the story comes from, a source close to him. Mm. So believe it if if you want or don't. But the source close to him is saying that she's going to go with him. She's going to be very androgynous, which is on theme. And Prince Harry will not be there. I mean, that in and of itself is of interest to me. Why so? Well, because it seems as though... I, I feel like what they're trying to do is show... A message of solidarity with one another and a lot of this has been blamed squarely on her which I don't think is fair yeah. for a number of reasons mm-hmm. um, but she has been shouldering the burden of this decision that they made together yeah. um, and I feel like this they, they've been really focused on making a show of solidarity uh, and even though he is doing some of the final royal um, duties himself it just seems to me that this would be something that she would want, like a, like you said, sort of like the debut of the post royal Meghan and Harry. This seems like an appropriate time for them to make that move, and it seems like something that they would want to do together. I don't know, but but see this. So I was thinking about like, would Harry go, and would it be appropriate for Harry to go, and what would Harry do? Because you just kind of feel like he would look a little awkward. She's totally going to look the part, right? Because she's surrounded by her people celebrities mm-hmm. um but he's you know he's a celebrity ish hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
person. I mean, he has celebrity, mm-hmm. but he is a royal. And fundamentally, you don't see royals at events like this. So it's going to be different to see him in this place, if ever. And this gets back to this whole question I have, which is, what are they going to look like as a team, as a brand, as a thing? Like everybody, it totally made sense when they left the royal family for a number of reasons. But then you're like, but then what are you? Right. What are you doing exactly? Because to to your previous point for uh, for for Harry, even with the move that they have made, he can never fully divorce himself from the royal yeah, he'll brand. always be Prince Harry. He will always be Prince Harry, even if he wants to be called something different. And so, yeah, how does that look? I mean, how does Prince Harry on the red carpet at the Met Gala look? I don't think we'll get to know. And also just like what, like when, like you better start doing some, I mean, I guess she could just go back to being an actress, right? Like that's her thing. Yeah. Um, And that's, you know, they're, Publationship, if you wanted to call it that, like they will use their relationship for publicity. And insofar as she wants to be an actress, that could translate into work. So I guess that's what's on offer for her. But you wonder what's what he's going to be doing. Yeah, that's I think you're right. That is the thing that that, you know, puzzles the mind. Right. What is Prince Harry without the prince? When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. We've got some celebrities behaving badly. We like to call them a name, and that name is D-Bag. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 107.1. Oh, the celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly, and that name is... D-Bag! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. So you know that Paris Fashion Week is happening, right? That's, yeah, sure. Um, I didn't actually know that. Well, it is. Uh, it's Fashion. happening. Fashion. Fashion. And there's a lot of celebrities uh, on the scene for Paris Fashion Week. By the way, isn't that, well, maybe I'm making that up. Wasn't that why Kim was in Paris that one time when the robbery occurred? Correct. Yeah. Anyway, they're back. At, she's in Paris. This time Kanye's with her. He's having a, a show for his Yeezy brand. Um, but it's not just fashion that you're getting at Fashion Week this year. You're getting church and fashion. Oh, fun. Because fellowship and fashion, Kanye West uh, did his Sunday service. Oh yeah, I saw that at Paris Fashion Week. Okay, and all the headlines are Courtney and Kim Kardashian wore matching latex outfits to Kanye West's church service. Okay, I didn't understand the whole latex outfit thing. Can you explain that? No. Oh, I mean, I wish I could. I can't. I do not understand. What the purpose is of wearing latex? There's just no breathability. It, yeah, the places very... that need to breathe. Okay. And I mean, seriously, you guys, infections. Yeah. Also, they look like Barbie dolls, meaning naked Barbie dolls with no parts, just plasticky. Do you see that? Like, look at Kourtney Kardashian. She looks... Like a Barbie doll, like a naked Barbie doll. Yeah, it's just she, a weird thing. I, I am so confused. That just looks so sweaty. But that's not and why, why are your hands because you know that your hands are going to sweat. Ooh. Yes. That thing, she probably lost five pounds doing that. 
So, yeah, Kim has gloves on. She's also wearing a turtleneck. I mean, it's a very... Also, the, the legs part, the leg part seems to be, like, see-through. It looks like it, and I wonder if that's flashes that are making it look that way. Oof, and it is not... It just is... I can see things. It's not great. But my point has less to do with the fashion, like, wear your latex. I don't care. Um, it's that the story is all about what they're wearing to Sunday services, if Kanye West wants me to take his new venture uh, into the worship realm seriously, like making it into a fashion show mm. is not going to probably draw in people. Well, it's going to draw in a different kind of people, people that perhaps are on a different wavelength. Mm-hmm. It just is not what I'm prepared to subscribe to yeah you noted you are not going to the church of kanye not at all also if you're curious what i wore to church yesterday the answer is definitely not latex no unless you you were wearing like rubber gloves you were definitely also how Mm -hmm. does one get into latex my better question is, how does one get, get out? out of like? Oh my gosh, how do I you would, go potty? I, I thought that there was cornstarch involved. I was going to say talcum powder, which you shouldn't use because I think that'll it's, kill you. Yeah, now, it's not right? good yeah. for you. Mm-mm. I see commercials on TV. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, so that's <laughs> dusty. You know, there you but go. I'm afraid Woo! of cornstarch because I feel like that would create a roux. Right with sweat. Yeah. Well, okay. There's an episode of Friends. <laughs> there's an f- episode of Friends about this where. Ross buys these leather pants. They're so cool. Spoiler alert. Um, if you haven't seen it, I don't know what to do with you. He goes into the bath. He has to use the bathroom because he's there's no breathability in the leather pants. And he's like overheating. So he takes them down a little bit in order to get some air in there. And then he can't get them back on. And so he's like, he does. He uses talcum powder. He And he does. He makes a roux. On his pants and ends up not oh, being God. able to get him back on. I, I did find a tutorial on how to put on latex clothing hosted by a very curious individual on YouTube. Oh, I'm oh. sure the person is curious. <laughs> I cannot wait to watch and, that. Uh, there's actual, let's see, you can use lube to take care of it. and uh, But just know. imagine how yeah. that feels as you're walking through the world. It is Is fashion really that worth it? Although there was a point in my life when probably it was. Yeah, but and I love you, Bradley, and I think you are always dressed beautifully. And I, but even then, latex fashion might not have been. That's like another layer of level of fashion. Yeah, that we don't no. understand. Yeah, this tutorial's twelve minutes long. Um, okay, it's gonna take I've a been, lot more than twelve minutes to get in and out of them pants. That's what I'm trying to say. No, it doesn't. Also, Holly's her fingers face are covered. is telling me never. Maybe this is like coronavirus wear. Well, you know, maybe. In six months, we might all be wearing latex. That's true. Yay. Face masks. Yay. Um, okay. I'm done now. All right, good. Uh, not because I'm glad. I just want to tell you my D-bag. Thank you. Um, so you might think that my D-bag is Cody Simpson and or Miley Cyrus, a.k.a. Modi. Mm-hmm. But in fact... It's the publication that is telling me the story about those two, specifically the Daily Mail, specifically the story about Cody Simpson hinting at baby news with Miley Cyrus, wherein I thought, oh, 
are they like, I mean, I don't think they're going to have a kid, but they're talking about having kids. Are we already in that level of a publationship? What's a publationship, Colleen? That is a relationship for the purposes of publicity. So they're using their uh, celebrity relationship to get attention. Are they now trying to use the possibility of children to get attention? Mm, yikes. So I go to this story. Cody Simpson hints at baby news with girlfriend Miley Cyrus. Okay, so I'm like. Let me read the details. I'm in. Yes. Cody Simpson has hinted he's ready to start a family with girlfriend Miley Cyrus. I mean, that's like saying something. That's big, man. It's still a tabloid, but you must have something to go on. So they say, well, speaking to the Sunday Telegraph this week, so it's a report of the report, the 23 year old, that's Cody Simpson. Modi. Yeah, Cody. The 23 year old explained that he absolutely plans to raise a family in his native Australia rather than his current base in LA. Okay, did you hear anything about Miley no. Cyrus in there? Thank you. No, I mean, that's like future, and it doesn't say with whom. Then I uh, quotes Cody as saying, I would like to return back in Australia for sure. Did I get that? I feel like that was kind of good. Rise of lights. Rise yeah, of lights. Yeah. I watched Priscilla, Queen of the Desert yesterday, oh, okay. so I'm kind of in that space. That's true. So he says he would like to return back in Australia for sure. Okay. Okay. Also, That's an interesting term. Well, but maybe they do that in I Australia. I don't know. You don't never know. know. He says, I miss Australia a lot. I would like to come back more. I will always have a home base in L.A., but Australia would be number one. L.A. makes a lot of sense for me, but I will always be an Aussie. When asked whether he would like to raise a family in Australia one day, he boldly said... Absolutely, yes. Okay. There is one problem with this story. Only one? It is not what you promised. Yeah, Daily Mail. You. Trash. Thank you. Trash location. Location. Well, Trash Lloyd. Now. Trash yeah, Lloyd. Work through that one. That, there was a lot happening. Cablarash. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying you trash because it said mm, Cody Simpson me. literally quote cody simpson has hinted he's ready to start a family with girlfriend miley cyrus no he did no such thing no that wasn't even a hint right no like, he said miley, i like australia and someday i want to have children yeah whoa that is miley nothing was to nowhere do. in there yeah actually the only reference to miley cyrus in the story is hilarious they go um uh they talk about him releasing new music and then it says meanwhile Miley cheekily commented on his latest posts in, on Instagram saying, quote, where's the screenshot of me flashing my boobies while you record? So not only did they not deliver, they're giving me some unrelated trash in the way that tabloids so delightfully do, where they throw like four stories together because they know they don't have an actual story. Okay, and yes to all of that, and I want to support that whole story, but can we also just take a quick side jaunt to rant about Miley's that actual post that is the, you know these people in your real life who feel like they need to expose some sort of look behind the curtain of their actual relationship by telling you something that happened without overtly telling you do you see oh. what I'm saying like I'm talking about Miley's response to that this is like my oh. ancillary d-bag this is like side side d-bag the fact that she replied, she commented that on one of his Instagram pictures, like not pictured me flashing you. <laughs> Remember when I flashed We're my so boobies? Funny. Yeah, it's just like, oh, girl, you're thirsty, yeah, very thirsty. Somebody well, that's why they're get in her this, a beverage. This is why they're in the publicationship they're in, right? Because they want attention. Yeah. 
And um, also he's working on new music. Oh, it's so interesting that this couple is a thing at the moment that there's music to pay attention mm. to for their career. Mm, okay. And what when about are his we going to get our is he damn on that Pulitzer? Too? Trust me, we are uncovering truths left, right, and center. And, you know, if it ain't journalism, what is it? I just want you to not hold your breath. Okay. Because... I don't know that we're Pulitzer. We're Pulitzer. Well, emphasis on the, <laughs> the poo. poo. Yeah, maybe we're <laughs> eligible for that award. Where's that award? I had an Aunt Litz once. What? Yeah, Litz. It was her nickname, Lydia. Oh, okay. But yeah. they called her Litz. Yeah, there you go. My great aunt, actually. Huh. There you go. Litz. <laughs> Pulitzer. When we come back, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's a D-bag double down. And uh, I feel like this guy is a... Frequent flyer, but we're going to talk about him nevertheless. Harvey Weinstein after this on My Talk 1071. I'm sorry, I just cannot get enough of this story about what Harvey Weinstein is doing instead of being in jail where he belongs right now. This is a Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Now, Harvey Weinstein is supposed to be. At Rikers Island. Oh, wait, before we get anywhere, I just got to identify D-Bags ahead. It's a D-Bag Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. (laughs) (laughs) D-Bags ahead, ahead, everybody. Um, Harvey Weinstein is supposed to be in at Rikers Island in jail awaiting his sentencing. For the sexual assault that he was found guilty of. Rape. Rape. Thank you. Rape. And he, on the way to Rikers Island, was like, I'm having chest pains. And so they pulled over and threw him over to Bellevue Hospital, where he has remained. And I, it's so obvious obvious. what he's just doing. I know we've talked about this before, but over the weekend, uh, images of Harvey Weinstein lounging um, in the hospital, not hooked up to anything, not on any sort of life-saving devices, sitting in a chair in what appears to be a lounge at the hospital, um, have emerged. And it just, like, it. what it makes me think about is the fact that all you have to do is be rich. Like, you just have to be a rich old white man, and you can just do whatever you, like... You don't have to drop off at Rikers Island. And sources are saying he's terrified of going there. Oh, I'm sure. And that that has everything to do with why he's in the hospital instead. And I just have to wonder if I don't know what's medically wrong with him, if there's something going on. But again, if it's not life-threateningly serious, it seems to me they should be able to treat him at the jail. And he is getting exactly what he wants again. Yeah, except I did read uh, this weekend. Essentially, he's being treated just like any other patient would, any other prisoner patient. Like, he's not getting any special treatment. I'm sure that, you know, you could think of it as special treatment insofar as he's not behind bars. Mm -hmm. But insofar as there are people who are qualified to make the decision that he needs medical attention, I'm fine with that. The thing that really bugs me is that the world is concerned about what he looks like at Bellevue. Right. Like, there are these pictures, like, Harvey Weinstein spotted lounging in hospital, and then there's this whole story about how 
Um, like he's rubbing his bald head yeah. and he's eating bologna sandwiches and like, who cares? Shut the door and say goodbye yeah. because the best thing that you can do for Harvey Weinstein is stop talking about him. I should say the worst thing you could do for Harvey Weinstein is to stop talking about him. And the best thing you could do for society is to stop talking about him. Does that right. make sense? Yes, absolutely. So like shut the door, go away, go bye-bye in the car car. We don't need to hear from you because I imagine there are people who are like, oh man, he really just imagine how hard he's fallen. And there are like dudes who are like, he just got screwed by that Me Too movement. Mm-mm. And he is just, you know, he was a really good movie maker and it's sad. I mean, he did some stuff and it's bad, but I mean, does he really need to be in prison for all that stuff? Like I can just, and that's the kind of conversations that people start to have when like these dumb page six are like, who cares what Harvey Weinstein is doing in the hospital? Right. I, Go yeah. away. I mean, I'm not saying you, you should feel that way. I'm just saying that's what rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And I like, I actually subscribe to it. And also I'm conflicted by the fact that we're talking about it right now, because you're right. The best thing to do is just be like he is persona non grata and just like let him fade into whatever it is the next thing is. There's this certain rage I have, though, around the fact that he has decided he doesn't want to go. Listen, this is the narrative. okay? he has decided he doesn't want to go to the place where he has to go to hold uh, to do his time until he's officially sentenced. And he doesn't want to be there. And so this other option is available, which, you know, a hospital, like you kind of know what to expect in a hospital, yeah. right? You're sick, you'll be cared for. Um, whether or not, I don't know. To me, it also, I have questions about, you know, what, I mean, he's being treated for high blood pressure, I think. I don't know. I don't I really mean, nobody's going to tell us what they're treating him for That's, because yeah. it's not our business. But you know, again, the good news is he's going to prison and he's going to prison for uh, more than he was before he was. <laughs> My point is right. he's going to prison for a period of time and that is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, is it long enough? I don't know. I mean, there's, you know, the thing that I think about Harvey Weinstein is not that I, mm, uh, 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 okay, so... The, the biggest thing for me is that Harvey Weinstein is not able to be the head of the Weinstein company and make movies right. and have a job. Right. That to me is the most important thing that he's not in a position to be rewarded or rewarded. Yeah. The prison is like icing on the cake and it's justice at the end of the day. It's justice for the victims. Sure. But from like a societal standpoint, it, there's also a little bit of um, what do you call it restitution mm-hmm. and a little bit of like we like we he owes society a little bit. Right. Right. And that's an understatement. But my point is, at the end of the day, Harvey Weinstein, because of all these things, is already doing his time, is not going to be able to be Harvey Weinstein. Right. And that has even if he got five days in prison. That is five days longer than any other head of a corporation who used his power and influence to serially assault women. And he has given all of those other serial assaulters or, you know, guys mm-hmm. who thought that they could use their power and authority and money to, like, shut women up. 
he's scared all of those men, right. hopefully, into doing better, I would right. imagine. So, like, there's so much to be yes. happy about. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And and what I hope is that from here on out, people um, in those power positions make better yeah. choices. I mean, that's track record's not good, but we'll see. I also wonder how many people are out there who have offended in similar ways who are doubling down on their cover-up efforts, right? Yeah. Because, you know, seeing what has happened to Harvey Weinstein, I'm sure they studied the case very closely to know exactly what of their tracks they would need to cover up. Because when you see it play out, you can see how the prosecution tried the case and how the, uh, the defenders had to answer to that, right? So no doubt there are people that are, you know, still covering their tracks hopefully though going forward there just are not people who are yeah offending in this way a little fingers crossed i just he's just a gross human and you are right though he he's not in a position any longer where he can victimize people i would and that is a good thing i don't know like he just seems like such a shell of his former self that I would not be surprised if he departed this world way earlier he than will, he would have otherwise. I agree with you. I think and he'll either be waste Boris. away Boris. Boris. I think he'll either waste away or, you know, something will happen. Yeah. Honestly. Um, because I think you're right. I think the sometimes in a person like him, I think his pride is so big that he doesn't want to actually have to well also he never has confronted his actual guilt. Yeah. Well, by all accounts, he doesn't believe that he's he guilty. He doesn't believe he's guilty. Ooh. Harvey Weinstein, do better in your life. All right, so I don't know if you noticed this this weekend. The weather was a perfect 10. Oh, of course I noticed. Hello. This is the kind of weather, the kind of weather we had this weekend, you know, on April, um, sorry, on March 1st, was the kind of weather that makes you know that someday spring will actually come back. And that we can make it like whatever happens between now and spring, we can handle. We're it. almost there. We are almost there. We have seen the light. We have felt the warmth of the sun on our faces. Here's what I'm wondering over this beautiful weekend. What did you do to celebrate the spring like feel? What was the spring thing you got up to this weekend in celebration of that awesome weather. 651-641-1071. Let's get through it together. Tell us what you did to celebrate that spring feeling weekend. Uh, and uh, we'll do that after this. 651-641-1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 